and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. We've reached Psalm 30. Here is Pastor Eric Lawson. Hello, welcome to our Psalm devotional. Uh, God's blessings to all of you uh, joining in uh, as we'll dive into Psalm 30. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all my brothers and sisters. Lord, I pray that you would bless them and strengthen them through your word. I pray that you would give them peace that can only come from your Holy Spirit. Lord, guide them, strengthen them, um, lead them to where you would have them go, help them to be lights in the darkness. We pray this all in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so I'm excited to be sharing with you uh, Psalm 30 today. Uh, Psalm 30 is a... it's somewhat of a famous psalm, uh, specifically from one line of the psalm, and maybe you recognize it, uh, but we will get into it uh, as we go, and we'll talk uh, more about that. So let's begin by reading Psalm 30. This is Psalm 30, ESV. A Psalm of David, a song at the dedication of the temple. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up. And have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You have restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night. But joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face, and I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cry, and to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned me, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. That my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. All right. So maybe you recognize part of this psalms and the one that's the part that's most recognizable to most people is that verse 5. And it says, weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And that does certainly have a lot of special hope in it. But let's go through the whole psalm, so we'll get to verse 5 in a little bit. So it starts off these first couple verses, and it's it gets to be a lot of what we understand from David. We've heard, heard a lot of similar things from David in other psalms. The Lord brings us victory over our enemies. The Lord provides for us. Victory is the Lord's. It's not ours. But the Lord is watching over us. And we see here David is talking about that provision, that healing, and ultimately that salvation that God gives to him and that God gives to all people through his son, Jesus Christ. Um, And he speaks here about bringing his soul up from Sheol. And David here is acknowledging that death ultimately does not, will not have its way with him that he will be lifted up. He will dwell with the Lord forever. And even though his body uh, will be buried, uh, he will be with the Lord uh, and someday even rise again. 
Um, and this is a point that uh, Peter makes in one of his sermons in Acts. He says, well, listen, uh, David, he, he is dead and buried somewhere. Um, so ultimately, this isn't even just pointing to David. It's pointing to even the greater David, the true king of Israel, Jesus Christ. And that's one thing that's really important with all the Psalms. We need to remember that all the Psalms point to Jesus. Uh, But this is one of those that especially points to Jesus. Because, after all, Jesus did die and descend and then rise again and ascend into heaven. Um, You restored to life. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. So with David, he's speaking metaphorically here in that it was like he almost died so many times and God provided for him. But with Jesus, this is absolutely true. God raises him from the dead. He was dead. Now he is alive. And this next part uh, in verse 5, this is also points directly to Jesus. So these are verse four and f- verses 4 and 5. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment. And his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. All right, here is that great hope that so many of us cling to when we're going through these hard and difficult times, as we remember this. Yet, times will be hard, but these things will pass. This, too, will pass. It doesn't last forever, and God does let us face challenges. Sometimes he he punishes us to get our attention, Um, but those things don't last. Uh, And one thing that David is saying here, and so much of the Bible is saying, is listen, God's mercy is so much greater uh, than his punishment or his anger. Uh, For instance, uh, with Moses and the Israelites, when God's laying out the Ten Commandments, he says, you know, those who Those who break these commandments, who disobey, the punishment will be on them for three to four generations. But those that I love, those that have my love, they will experience my favor for a thousand generations. So it's three to four versus a thousand. And here again, it says God's anger, yeah, it comes to us sometimes. And sometimes God has to discipline us to reprove us. But it's only for a moment. And his favor is for a lifetime. And whatever the trials are that you're going through, this is so good to remember. Uh, Put this verse up in front of you. Weeping may tarry for a night. Yeah, it'll be there. But joy comes in the morning. Um, And this is so much more than just saying uh, the early bird gets the worm or early to bed, early to rise or something like that. But it is saying that the badness, the trouble, even the death in this world, it doesn't last forever. And... None of that compares with eternity, the eternity that each one of us in Jesus Christ uh, will receive. And Jesus says something really similar to his disciples in John chapter 16. He says, hey, for a little while, you're going to have trouble. For a little while. But a little while more, and it will all be gone. And all will be set right. Uh, Peter, in 1 Peter, he says the same thing. Hey, it's going to be a little while. You'll face fiery trials. For a little while and then God's favor will come and I know so many people have experienced this firsthand where things seem so dark so troubled um, and it seemed like there was no hope but that trouble ended and joy comes in the morning and you know ultimately uh, speaking of 
how all these things point to Jesus, this too, weeping may tarry for the night. Uh, when all of Christ's followers were weeping and mourning because they thought he died, but on that Sunday morning, joy came because Jesus defeated death. Uh, and we get to celebrate that, be a part of that same joy. Joy comes in the morning because Jesus Christ is victorious and Jesus Christ reigns. All right, we're going to keep moving. So in verses 6 and 7, this is kind of weird. I didn't really understand this at first until I read some other people's thoughts on what these verses mean. But this is a little bit of David sharing his own biographical uh, story. Um, David, at one point, he did... He got a little bit uh, arrogant and prideful, let his guard down. And in verse 6, as for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. And that's a little bit of arrogance. It's all good with me. Everything's good. I thought it was all great. Um, but he acknowledges in the next verse, but it was by your favor, O Lord. It wasn't by anything that I'd done that you made my mountain. You made my life stand firm. And then as soon as you hid your face from me, all fell apart. And it's a reminder to us when we do think we've got everything, and we're saying, oh, it's all good, what possibly could go wrong? Um, be aware. Uh, be wary of that kind of attitude. And remember that God gave you everything that you have, and any instant, God could take it away. So be thanking God for it regularly, and knowing that, you know, even if that stuff disappeared, God would still be providing for you. Um, so, remember, Whatever your blessings are in your life, they come to you through God. God is the one making your mountain stand strong. And you know what? If your mountain isn't standing strong, well, then you get you just get to go to that verse before. And remember, weeping may tarry through the night, but joy comes in the morning. And then this last little bit. Um, one thing that I think is pretty funny is we see David uh, negotiating with God a little bit, saying, hey, God, don't let me die because... What profit is there in my death? If I go down to the pit, how can I sing your praises? How can I tell about your faithfulness? Lord, please let me live so that I can keep speaking about your goodness. Um, and I think in some ways it is absolutely okay to uh, bargain with God. Um, not in the way, um, you know, like the foxhole soldier who says, Oh, God, if you save me, I'll go to church uh, every day for the rest of my life and uh, forgets about it. Well, that's not exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, we do get to talk to God and say, God, please, please let me do this, please, Lord. And especially, we point God back to his promises and say, God, in your word, you said you'd provide for me. Lord, you said you'd watch over me. And I know this is true, God. Um, think about the Syrophoenician woman um, when Jesus, remember, this was a sermon I did a couple months ago. Uh, Jesus um, says, hey, it's not right to give to the dogs the bread that's meant for the children. So she's calling this woman a dog, and she says, so I'm a dog. But I know that you provide even for dogs. Um, and Jesus says, wow, great is your faith, because you clung to my word, and you knew that there's blessing in my word. So do that when you're feeling, you feel like God's not there, cling to his word. Throw God's word back into his face and say, Lord, I know you're a good God. I know this is what your word says. Lord, please remember me. Have mercy on me. Um, so we get to do this just like David did. And remember, not we never we never ask God on on uh, because of how good we are. Like we never get to do it for our credit. We always do it because of who God is. 
So we say, God, please, please bring me healing, bring me peace, bring me strength, because I know that you are a good and gracious God. Not because I deserve any of it, but because I know what kind of God you are. And then verse 11, David acknowledges all the wonderful things that God has given to him. And it's remembering a little bit reminiscent of the weeping in the night and joy in the morning. You've turned my morning into dancing. You've loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Brothers and sisters, it's my prayer that the same is true for you. Uh, that in everything that you do in your life, it can all be to the glory of your God and Savior, that every action you do can show the mercy and grace and forgiveness and hope that he's given you. Uh, and I pray that uh, wherever you are uh, and whoever you are, that you can be giving thanks to God forever for the great salvation that he's given you through Jesus Christ. All right, let's close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this psalm of incredible hope. Lord, I know many people who are going through times that seem like very dark night. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them and give them the hope that the night does not last forever, but the morning is coming and joy comes with the morning. And we know this because of that morning so long ago that your son Jesus Christ rose from the dead, promising victory and hope for everyone who believes in him. We pray this all in his precious name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, God's peace to you. Uh, maybe you saw the announcement. Also, uh, little Lucy Jane's baptism. It's going to be virtual, uh, and I know it's not quite the same, but it's just going to be the best way to do it, uh, we figure. Um, but that is going to be happening on Saturday at 10 a.m., and you can join us virtually, and we'd love to have you. Anyways, God's peace to all of you. Looking forward to seeing you in person. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org. We'll see you next time.